Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. What's everyone lining up on the street? I look to my left, the marching band. Look to my right, some giraffes. And then it hit me, holy did I drive into the parade? Mm-hmm. I'm in the parade now. They went all out. They got the water truck this year. <laughs> I'm in the, the parade. Put the water truck in front. On right, I'll take second. <laughs> and then it'll be Altador and Michael Bradley after that. Mm-hmm. I was the cutoff person. So yeah. we would sing like a verse and then I'm like, yeah, okay. That's it. Move and on. Then, mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, wow, it's great. And, and they're like, all right, f- off. See you later. Mm-hmm. Shelly comes back into the picture. She put me in the friend zone back in college on Palcatraz, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. So she kind of said to me, we're not going to kiss. We're not going to talk. You know, we're just going to be friends. So <laughs> wait, go, wait, wait. I, That's not the friend was, zone. Was, That's get the f- away. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had just broken up with her boyfriend. Oh, she's on the uh, Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this stuff is 8%. Oh, high it's, it's dirty. Dirty beer. Cheap. <laughs> but you count six of those and you're... You're fine. Mm-hmm. We, we did it once. Is this still recording? We better make sure. It, it's... I hit that mouse. Uh-oh, uh, it locked. Oh, I guess no. I hope we're okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to get... Give me the stupid burger combo. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Presented by Coors Light. Do we pay these people? It's the Jay and Dan Podcast. It's our Christmas special for the week of December 18th. 2017. It just keeps getting bigger and better. Our Christmas special, Dan, featuring all sorts of great guests. John Denver, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, and many more. They're all dead. It's just us and stuff. Christoph got us a beautiful bottle of wine, and his wife made us cookies. Look at these. A little bag of cookies. I'm going to crack these open. Let's give it a little taste test here. Come on. It'll be fun. Let's see if this is If you don't like them, will you be honest? Yes. Remember, I I forever insulted Mike Botticello? Oh, yeah. His mom's cookies. His mom's cookies. They were. I have to admit, (laughs) Mike, we met his mom. Sweetest lady. Those things were inedible. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, what's a this? Little, uh, yeah, what's a this one? I got the same mola- one. Ginger molasses. This is nice. No, this that, is very good. That is a Christmas miracle. You you probably took one bite of these and were like, I'm locking that down. My wife. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Mrs. Stoff. Very Stoff. nice. Thank you, Christoph, and thank you, Mrs. Stoff. All right, that's the Christmas special. That's it, guys. That's all we're doing. Boy, I sound gross. I'm a little under the weather still. I can't shake it. Yeah, what are you, what's going on over there? My wife, my wife, she went away for my wife a week. Mm-hmm. And I stayed up till 5 a.m. every night listening to vinyl and let's just say drinking. And I can't recover from it. I, it, was, it was a week ago, but I'm still like a mess. I can't, rec- if she goes away for a week, I get like one night where I get to like stay up all night and the rest of the nights, I guess I got to be in bed by seven. I don't understand how is listening to music uh, till five in the morning make you sick? Because that was the week that I had to get up early to let all the trades guys into my house to finish the kitchen. And Here's I, what you do. You just leave the door open. Not my neighborhood. Oh. It's not Orono. <laughs> it's not Christmas Town where everyone just comes in. Hey! 
I saw the door was open. Hey, who wants to f <laughs> Anyone ready to f That would be awesome if that... Because we were... I was... Uh, okay, Dan, I went Saturday night to a dinner party. Uh, and we were talking about the fact that you had all these great schemes for, for your Who's town. hosting the dinner party? A good friend of mine that I went to college with. Um, and she was asking about you. And I said, well, he has all these great ideas for you know his new hometown he wants to be mm-hmm. mayor mm-hmm. he wants uh the town to be christmas town mm-hmm. christmas year round and idea three has got to be just the swinger f-ing capital of ontario there's other oh, towns golly, near Jesus. there that doesn't go in line with christmas town i am going to crack down on the parking why not well, well, well let's go back to the sex though just for a second no. what if you could just go from business to because you live on main street from business to business just walk in uh, drop your pants. That's Amsterdam, though. Who, who, did you, you call it Amsterdam? Amsterdam. <laughs> Not Amsterdam. Little Am- a new Amsterdam for Canada. Weed's about to be legal. Well, if Christmas Town doesn't work, then we go Amsterdam. We go the opposite end. Can I just finish that story by saying we were leaving and someone said, we should buy the house next door. It's nice. And someone said, well, you'd have to buy it from Diane Ford. And I'm like, is this where the Ford Fest is every year? So we had dinner next to, in the house next to where Ford Fest is. Every- and so like every year, hundreds of people just park on their driveway, free barbecue. I've never heard of Ford Fest. You should go. Like former mayor? Correct. That's his mom, his family home. They have a barbecue every year, kind of for the constituents of Etobicoke. Basically. I like it. That's what you could do when you're mayor. You could have a barbecue every oh, year. Oh, I'm going to have a barbecue Tulsi every Fest. night. That's like the, the country music festival you're going to do. I'm doing it every night, though. Every night. You have a bar. You have, you're not spending that money. No chance. You had a toonie bar at your wedding. Big time. Oh, do I have some down biscotti in here? I support this ad. So, what's your parking Oh, problem? that's hard. That was a really hard one. That that's one needs what to be she done. said. Oh, I think I did some molar damage. Well, in general, biscotti is... It's like meant to be dipped in like like a cappuccino or something, right? Soften okay. it up a bit. I should have gone It's actually side. really good as well. It's really good. It's Delicious. excellent. I, w- I wish I had a little coffee to dip that in. Okay, so we got to... Wish we had a coffee sponsor on our TV show that you could <laughs> turn to. We have to dig into something I... You didn't answer the parking thing. Oh, Good everyone, everyone. So there was like 10 people in my house working on today. They all got parking tickets. How do you get parking tickets in a town of 200? Oh, not parking in the right spot. Aren't, is there parking on Main Street? Yes. Three hour parking. They were parked there for four hours. They all came out parking. It's Monday, Monday morning. And oh, someone's wait. getting tickets. But are you seriously asking how did they get a ticket if they park for four hours and it says three hour parking and it's a small town and the guy who's handing up the tickets has nothing better to do but look at the but one But wait, street? wait. There are no parking people and there was not another car on the street. Doesn't matter. Those are the rules in Christmas town. So I'm going to call someone. Can't have that. people just lingering around your house looking for pics, waiting for you to come out. Hey, Dan, can I get a comment on your campaign? Uh, hang on. I hear you're, uh, I hear you're having a barbecue every night. Is that true? Uh, Ray, can I call you back in like an hour? Oh, sure. I'm just sending out. Should I just uh, lock up or? Sure. Lock lock, lock that front door. Don't do it, Ray. Ray, don't lock it. Leave it open. (laughs) Ray, can you leave the door open? And Ray, can you go across the street and just talk, knock on the doors of a few people, say that house that I was working at? 
I want you to go in and take everything out of it right now for yourself. <laughs> Can you do that, Ray? No. That's sure, a... I'll do it. Okay, perfect. Thanks, bye. buddy. Job well done. Thanks, bye. Okay, what? That's Ray. What a guy. Seems like a good dude. Yeah. Seems like a real good dude. Okay, so we have to get into something. Uh, I don't understand. Wow. So on the weekend, we mentioned on the actual our, our TV show on Friday night that I'd never seen Die Hard. This alone was like a bit mind-blowing. And when I started watching, I'm like, well, maybe I've seen bits and pieces. No, I've seen like one second of that movie up until I watched it. I don't understand how you... But then everyone, I think, has that movie that everyone else has seen, right? That they just went it for whatever reason didn't go out. I can't... I don't know what that is for me. It used to be Deer Hunter for me, and I finally saw that, but... I don't know what that is for... Um, also, The Sound of Music, I discovered on Sunday that I'd never seen it before. Yeah, I've, I think I've seen that, but a long time ago. Yeah. And I was forced to see it. Nazis are showing up. Yeah, that's the whole thing with that. That musical, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's what this is about? Okay, so I watched Die Hard So you watched Die time. Hard, finally. I, you get to see it. And it's one of those ones where I started watching when I got home from work, and I'm like, okay, it's like 3 in the morning. I started watching the next day. I'm like, okay, I got to go for dinner. Finally finish it two and a half days later. How long is that movie? Eight hours? Okay, we checked. Because you sent uh, myself and another person a text and said, how long is this movie? And I'm like, two hours tops. It's actually two hours, 12 minutes. Okay, I knew it. I knew it. So... I guess longish, but I but as I said to someone, at no point at any time when I've seen Die Hard was I like, Oh, this is dragon. <laughs> oh man, this this could end any time. You're like, this movie's f***ing awesome, man. Now, in your defense, I want to say something. Well, mm-hmm. first of all, tell us what you thought of the movie. Um Yeah, it was, it was okay. Did you because I feel like you're at a disadvantage. It's thir- It came out, by the way, as of next year, Die Hard is 30 years old. I could see when it came out how it would be a big hit. Yeah. Because the people falling out of buildings, explosions right. everywhere. There's, yeah, there's a lot going on. It was a perfect uh, sort of film at the time because uh, action movies, you didn't know where they were going. And this action movie comes out. It's starring a, a guy from a television show, Moonlighting, who's not a movie actor yet, but wants to be. It makes him a star instantly because he's perfect for the role. He's sort of an everyman, but he's just kind of tough enough that he can pull it off. And it's kind of funny. Um, who's the villain in it again? The future wizard. Yeah. Dumbledore. Not Dumbledore. The Snape. Snape. What's Who's that guy? Who's that actor? Who's Snape? Ridley? No. Uh, Adler? Yeah, it's Charles Adler, the nationally syndicated <laughs> radio host. Amazing. And uh, Stoff is feverishly looking up who Snape is. My computer doesn't He just passed away. Alan Rickman. Alan that's it. Rickman. So Alan Rickman is great in it, correct? He's so great. Oh yeah, he was very good. So it was a good movie. Like it, like it came together, and then it was unique, it, in the sense that for the time, you got to take back thirties. Oh, yeah. You'd never had a movie like that where someone's trapped in a building and has to basically fight his way out of the building. And what it led to after that was a million copycat movies, including Speed, by the way, which is essentially Die Hard on a Bus, or Passenger 57, Die Hard on a Plane, or Under Siege, Die Hard on a Cruise Ship, which really took it to another level. A lot of times during the movie, I found myself saying, just shoot him, one of you, just shoot the other person. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, he he got away with a lot. Like, even when he's running, remember when he ran across the glass? Yep. Like, that was like a, when you saw that as a kid, you're like, holy 
a glass in his feet. Yeah, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so sorry. Go okay. ahead. So I sent this tweet after I finished. Just finished watching Die Hard for the first time. I put in brackets. We can discuss that later. Die Hard is 100% not a Christmas movie. Just because it ends with a Chris, with Christmas music doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Hashtag one tweet a day 2017. And the responses, oh boy. They were fast. They were furious. It's like I called all these people's moms ugly. Like, I, I don't know, but people are so, so tied into this movie being a Christmas movie, they get bad. I've never seen anything like it. I don't get it. I do get it. I do understand why they are that passionate about it. Because there's a whole new generation of people who see it for the first time at, at Christmas. Because now it plays every Christmas all the time, right? Because it does take place at Christmas. As you pointed out, it, it's a Christmas party in the, the Nakatomi Plaza. That's a Christmas. That's why everyone's there. Which, by the way, that building? On the, the Fox Lot. It was on the Fox Lot. Yeah, very cool. Uh, ends with Christmas music. It's around Christmas. So they play it at Christmas all the time, and that's when I think a whole another generation saw it. And so they associate it with seeing it at Christmas and thinking of it as a Christmas movie. Here's my reason why is it it is not. I am with you on this. Yes. I am 100% with you on this, and I can tell you one main reason. The reason is the release date for Die Hard was July 15th, 1988. It was never intended to be a Christmas movie. It was a summer blockbuster that they were hoping to basically create a franchise out of this thing. It wasn't intended to be. You don't release a Christmas movie on July 15th, period. You yeah. just do not. So it was never intended to be that. Having said that, I accept people who associate it as a holiday movie or a Christmas movie because I think movies can become Christmas movies. I think but they can just, become Christmas movies. It should but get that you, was not its original intention, so that's why I support you. It does take place at Christmas, yes. And there are Christmas songs and there's Christmas themes. But I am not I will never watch that and say, Boy, I'm in the Christmas spirit now. No. But, never. But I here's my thing. If you say that movie came out now, right? And, mm-hmm. Or say they remade it. Say they stupidly decided to remake Die Hard, which some someday they will do. And they put it out on Christmas. They market it, right, Stoff? They market it with exactly the same thing. He's heading to his wife's Christmas party. Only one problem. There are terrorists at the Christmas party. It's Die Hard, Christmas Day 2020. Then all of a sudden it's a Christmas week. To me, it's the marketing. If you cut all the Christmassy clips in the film, you could market it as a Christmas movie. An action movie that happens at Christmas. But I am 100% with you simply because I remember 1988, myself walking through West Edmonton Mall, seeing posters for it in the summer. It was a summer movie. It was a movie that was out in the summer. It was an action movie in the summer, period. That's why it's not a Christmas movie. Um, so we, we had that building on the Fox lot, and there was also a mural on, on the side of one of the sound stages of Bruce Willis crawling through the vents. Yeah, that's it right. did not look like him at all. <laughs> Okay. Looked like a young So the first, uh, so I'm going to read a lot of responses here. Kevin Gibson, who is our, uh, one of our researchers. Yeah, he was passionate about it. Probably should have been researching. He said, yes, it is. Facts. Takes place on Christmas Eve. Ends on Christmas Day. At a Christmas party. Christmas music is played. Christmas decorations. Meets Christmas movie criteria. Greg Sands <laughs> responds with, 
Uh, also a gentleman we work with. He's also a producer for, for uh, In TSA. Clockwork Orange, a man is beaten to death while the killer sings Singing in the Rain. This does not make it a musical. <laughs> Brilliant response. Uh, okay, so here we go. Um, my brother asks, who hurt me? Oh, so your brother feels very much yeah. that it's Christmas movie. Again, it's it's only played at Christmas on TV now, so it feels like a Christmas movie. Then it, Bob Weeks takes place at Christmas. Bob Weeks asks, "Then where do you put Home Alone?" That's a Christmas movie. I think uh, because it's happening. There's snow outside, but there's, there's snow Christmas outside decorations. There's Christmas decorations. No, because they're in L.A. No snow. Oh, that's a geographical thing. Still takes place at the same time. There's still decorations. Jesse Lumsden chimes That's in. a good point. I never I'm, thought about that with Home Alone. If you put out Home Alone in the summer, <laughs> it's the same movie. It's just his parents left. They left because it was Christmas. Is uh, it a Christmas movie? Yeah. That's a good Jesse question. Lumsden responded with, in, I'm proud of you for watching, but you were wrong. If it wasn't a Christmas movie, then why was John wearing this hat? And then he shows a picture of him wearing a Christmas hat. Yeah. Okay. That's Photoshopped. It's funny. I like that. Um, I remember when I respected you. I remember when I thought, hey, that Dan guy seems like an okay guy. All I have is memories. That's from, <laughs> that's from Rusty Outhouse. Rusty's a good guy. He meant, he meant well. Someone he, said... He'll get over it. Uh, uh, happens during Christmas. This is from Mr. Smith. Has Christmas music in the soundtrack. Has Christmas references during the film. Has Christmas decorations visible for a large amount of the film. His wife's name is Holly... Gifts are received. Mm-hmm. Even the sequel takes place during Christmas. Sequel doesn't count. Can't, uh, let's leave the sequels out of it. Home Alone clause. If Home Alone is not to be considered a Christmas movie, then so too does Die Hard. Both occur over the holidays and holiday elements themes included throughout the films. It's a tradition, traditional Christmas movie? No, but those are the facts. I mean, I never thought of Home Alone. I, I just always assumed Home Alone was a Christmas movie, period. Because it just felt Christmassy. He's in a house that's decorated with Christmas decorations. But How? the same criteria. If you don't think Home Alone's a Christmas movie, you probably have a pretty legitimate beef with that. Because it's not really... It's not a Santa thing. It's not like Scrooge. It's not a traditional Christmas movie. But Jeff Hutchison responds with, No wonder they booted you out of America. Moving them out. Wow. Hutchison really threw down there. This is from... Afrokana, Bruce Willis is trying to get home and see his daughters for Christmas. It's totally a Christmas movie. This is from Michael. So I'm not going to talk about how you're clearly wrong, but instead I'm going to discuss on the fact that you're 42, which means you have been alive for the entire <laughs> 29 years that Die Hard's been out, yeah. and you only just watched it now. What the hell have you been doing? Okay. Yeah, it is weird that you, ha- yeah, you hadn't seen it. It is weird. Um, someone said, And it is weird that you thought it was so long. Like, how? You had like two hours to see it after you got home on Friday. No, after I cooked a meal and stuff, I had to... You're still cooking full meals at night, yeah. eh? That's another... There that's a whole Die Hard in itself. Scott, Scott. That's like Die Hard 6. Toolsy's cooking meals at 5 a.m. Uh, Scott Strickland said, there's just so much wrong in that entire post. And so this just goes on. I think you get the point. This just goes on I think on we do. And, and, and Dan, on. but that's not the definitive final word. The final word comes from our Prime Minister. I put this one in here. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. Thank you. The Prime Minister of Canada has just confirmed that. So there you go. Your favorite politician, 
the man who lives and breathes Canada has said that Die Hard is a Christmas movie and thus it is decreed. So if any movie just shows Christmas like once, they show one decoration, it's a Christmas movie. Well, think of a movie, I mean, what's that Love Actually movie or whatever? That's a Christmas movie. It takes place around Christmas, but it's just really a relationship movie, right? That happens to take place around Christmas. Anyway. Right? Is Sound of Music a Christmas movie? I never, I always just think of it as a musical, but I don't think of it as Christmas musical. I'm just now going to refer to it as that Nazi film. Yeah, it's terrifying. Going somewhere? Christopher, fa- Christo- a young Christopher Plummer. The family was pushing the car and this Nazi, I don't know, going somewhere? Yeah, like Hogan's Heroes. By the way, did you hear Jason Priestley, our buddy, punched Harvey Weinstein at a 1995 Golden Globe Awards party? What? Yeah, it this came is out amazing. yesterday. He said it. Wow. He said he punched him at a Golden Globes party. Um, I already love Jason I Priestley. I know, he was so nice, so cool, so with it. He was probably out of it at the time. That's a great thing to do if you're out of it. Just so he just Harvey. knew he wasn't a good guy and he just punched I don't him. think he's gone into detail about what happened. You know, whether it was something was said or something he saw, but he punched him. Pretty I'm cool. going to be on the right side of history and I'm just going to start punching people too. You're going to start with uh, people who tell you that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? <laughs> now, I, I, love, I love your passion, everyone that sent me a tweet, but maybe direct that passion towards other things as well. But you really upset them because people love movies that they define as Christmas movies, is, right? Like if you said to me, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, even though that would be ridiculous, wasn't a Christmas movie, I would probably be equally passionate. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Is a Christmas story a Christmas movie <laughs> or is that Halloween? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Either way, it's a fun debate to have. I enjoy it. Uh, did you watch the outdoor hockey game in the nation's capital on Saturday? Uh, I caught a little bit of it. Um, I was more intrigued by what Eugene Melnick had to say uh, leading up to it. Yeah, very strange. Uh, man, he, he used I the, wanted uh, to work the for R word. Was it the R word yeah, we he, said on our show? The relocation word. Yeah. He br- brings that up. On the line, uh, Christoph's he here. brings that up a day before their. Whoa, Christoph, are you being... Is that you? They're, they were looking for someone on the news that looks exactly like you. Stuff. Uh, there he is. There look, he is. Look. Stop, that's, that's you. That's you. A man and two women face a number of theft charges, it says. So, got Ooh. your Christmas shopping done, did you? I see, I see. Enjoy the wine, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a little can of cola here, and I spilled some on myself. Um, am I correct that... Our good friend and award-winning sound engineer, Engineer Jim, is on the line. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> this is the Christmas <laughs> special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've memory serves me correct. On every Christmas special on the Fox lot, uh, we always had alcohol there. That's true. Yeah. Yes, plenty of it, that's for sure. Yeah, we always had booze. We've got booze here, we just don't have an opener. <laughs> we don't have a bottle opener. <laughs> and, you know, to be honest, we're about to do a show, and we probably should. Though we did do shows after having booze on the podcast at the Fox Hell yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yes. Oh, yeah, sorry, Stuff. Christoph is cleaning I, up my mess here. 
If I was there, I would have an opener for you guys. You rock, man. How's uh, the holiday season? Are you heading back east for the holidays this year? Uh, no, we're just uh, hanging around the house. Uh, we, we actually have uh, Fox has uh, a game on uh, Christmas Eve, so I'll be doing that Christmas Eve. Uh, but, you know, it gets over early, so... Okay, lead us through family traditions. Do you guys uh, do a certain thing every Christmas Eve? Do you uh, do a certain thing every Christmas morning? Is there a meal you have on Christmas Day? Tell us the one tradition that you guys you uh, live and die by every single year. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, I always read the kids, even now, which is hilarious, uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Mm. And uh, I, I kind of put my own spin on it, so it's sort of twas the the twisted Christmas night before Christmas. Can you do that for us now, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you add in? Um, I don't know if it would be appropriate. It's definitely not appropriate for my kids, but I do it anyways. <laughs> oh, now you have me intrigued. I. <laughs> We we should have had you do a reading. This seems uh, this seems like something our listeners would want to hear right now. Yeah, uh, you know, usually uh, by that that hour of the evening on mm. Christmas Eve, I've had uh, a number of libations. What is and, your libation uh, of Chris? Your Christmas Eve libation of choice? Uh, I like to have uh, I like to have Jack and Coke. I like to have maybe. On Christmas morning, I like to have some eggnog with mm. maybe rum in it. Yeah. I might even have, uh, I've had it with amaretto. I, I'll do Irish coffees. I mix it up. It's a veritable smorgasbord. Wow, with that Irish alcohol. coffee and that eggnog. Oh, that's, you're getting heavy. You gotta, then you gotta just go straight booze after that. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and that's when you tell the kids, that's when you tell them what you really think of them. Another <laughs> thing. I didn't want to give you anything. But, uh, you know, uh, usually we, uh, we, we, we do the gifts on Christmas morning. We don't do, like, big Christmas Eve. You okay, know, but you don't even do gifts. one because we do one on Christmas Eve. Uh, we we do we do yeah. not every year, but uh, we've done that before, and and uh, and we we like doing that. Um, we actually it was kind of a weird week uh, a week ago today. So I, I messed up my knee a while ago. So a week ago today, I had meniscus surgery oh. on my right knee. Got some good and, drugs. Uh, and uh, yes, got some good drugs for that. <laughs> and then my girls, the twins, both had their wisdom teeth out. Oh, oh. So, so everybody's kind of been a little bit groggy the last few days. And uh, and I got the tree on Friday, and it took us a couple of days. We put it up, but we finally got all the lights and all the stuff decorated on it today, and. The house is all decorated finally, so it's a little late this year, but, hey, uh, uh, you know. Here's an idea good. that Jay and I came up with, and it was a fake idea. Um, on our show, we have a little clock that counts us over as we walk over to the other set, and we always have a fake uh, sponsor. We came up with uh, Jay and Dan's uh, tree suits. 
So you don't feel like putting the decorations on your tree? You just throw right a suit over, over top just of that. Just throw it over top of it. Is yeah. that not brilliant? I think that's awesome. Yeah, just throw it all so on. The, perfect for the bachelor, too, right? He doesn't want to look like a total, you know, Neanderthal. Just throw it on top there, and you're good to go. Hey, Jim, I wanted to ask that's you about... I have another question idea. for you about something totally unrelated, and I, I can't believe we haven't asked you about this. How have you been affected by Disney's recent purchase of Fox? I mean, did Mickey come in to your edit suite and say, Hello, Jim! Get the f*** out of here! I'm taking over now, and I'm going to edit all the music for the Fox games! Here it goes! <laughs> that's, pretty, well, that's a pretty good Mickey. That is a great Mickey. Uh, I am wearing the ears now. <laughs> every every employee has to. <laughs> but my understanding, Jim, is that that because FS1, Fox Sports, Fox Broadcasting Group wasn't included in the deal, that you guys are staying on the lot at least for the next seven years while Disney leases the lot. That's what I read anyway. I'm not that is uh, what I have been told. Pretty much verbatim is exactly that. Do you get Disney deals? Can you get us yeah. uh, into Disney parks? Well, I was actually going to go over to the studio store this week and kind of see what's going on over there. Because, you know, you used to be able to get uh, tickets and all that stuff right in the studio store for all the different theme parks. And Fox had discounts to all of them. Now I'm wondering if there's like, you know, the big deep Disney. Yeah, I work for Disney. Okay, there we go. Now you're talking. Everyone who's ever worked for ESPN, and actually us at TSN, I think, got this too, and I've never tried it. We should try it this year. I think we get good Disney discounts, but I know a couple of producers have used them maybe too much. Maybe abused that power. <laughs> um, but good Disney discounts through ESPN for sure. So yeah, I mean this is this is it. Now we're gonna have every party is gonna be at Disneyland now. next year's Christmas pod. Disney, Disney, yeah. Well, and uh, you know they they. The day I think they had the Christmas party was the day I did my surgery and all that crap. So I I, I didn't make it to the party, and I was wondering, oh, you know, is there going to be all sorts of Disney people over there and all that other stuff? Hello, but, Jim. Uh, Why did you try the bunch? <laughs> it's I fine. pissed in it. I, it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll get you a glass full right now. Mm, drink up more. Drink more of my punch, Jim. Oh. That is fantastic, Mickey. Oh, my God. Hey, I've got a six degrees for you. I think we may have asked this in the past, but it's, it is the Christmas season. What is the best Christmas album you ever worked on, or maybe even the worst. You don't like throwing people under the bus, so I think you'll probably choose best Christmas album. Yes. I know I've done some, too. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> trying to remember. Oh, oh man. Or, or what's your favorite? Of this or what is even your favorite? Yeah. Like, not even one you worked on. What's, what's your the favorite? One, yeah, what's the one you put on well, in your the house? Vin, the Vince Guaraldi trio is yeah. by far my favorite Christmas album. I, yeah. I love that album. And uh, we actually had it on today doing the tree. And uh, I like Nat King Cole Christmas. 
I like, uh, there's a Sinatra one that I have. There's a, um, uh, like, uh, you know, sort of Bing Crosby and Friends, you know, like uh, the version he did on the show The Time with David Bowie of The Little Drummer Boy. Mm, I yep. think that's a classic. That is amazing. And, to see those guys and, record that is hilarious. Yeah, isn't there like a famous story behind it, you know, and Bowie was late to show up for the thing and, you know, Bing was like, who's this guy, David Bowie, what the hell is this going to be, you know, and oh, geez, you know, here we go. And, and when Bowie showed up, like they just did it and nailed it. And Bing Crosby was just blown away. He yeah. was like, this guy, David Bowie's like a genius. You know, and he's he probably him. like... 17 rails of cocaine <laughs> cocaine deep because he was so deep into it at the time. It's amazing yeah. they could do anything. Absolutely. Well, with 17 rails of cocaine, that gives you a lot of confidence right there. <laughs> That's um, I don't know if it's the well, same for you guys, but um, speaking of Christmas music, ever since uh, I've always thought Baby It's Cold Outside is a creepy as hell song, but now with all the coming out of Hollywood and everywhere, mm. I'm like, this song... This gets even creepier. Like Harvey Weinstein must have had Baby It's Cold on outside uh, on repeat at all times. Uh, I I think he has on in the the middle of summer. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like it's so. Just let the girl leave. She just wants to go home. Hey, it's cold outside. Come on. (laughs) Why is this door locked? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What what are all these people thinking? Yeah. That's a great. That's a tweet right there. What are all these yeah. people thinking? Uh, Jim, we better let you go, but we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We miss you a lot, and uh, we hope uh, you and your family have a great one, buddy. Oh, same to you guys. I wish your, you and your families just the absolute best of the holiday season and a great new year. Thank you guys so much for having me. Miss you terribly. Can't wait to get to see you in person at some point. Sounds great, buddy. Miss you, buddy. Merry yeah. Christmas. Talk to you soon. Merry Christmas. Take care. That's award-winning engineer, engineer Jim. Uh, yeah, working on those Christmas albums, some of them you must go into the studio and you're like, oh, God. And like it always well, seems I like... I only want to do originals, but no one will... Nope. I only want to do originals. Okay, this is not going to sell. I mean, and it seems like most... You always hear stories about them. They're recorded in the summer 90% of the time because they want to be able to put them out at Christmas. So, uh, yeah, most, and then they're, most of them are recorded in L.A. Like, it must just be so so weird singing uh, Baby It's Cold Outside when it's clearly not cold outside uh, at all. Michael Buble, though, man, he must, he could probably just retire off his Christmas album because that thing, you go in any store. I actually went and did Christmas shopping today. Uh, it was a bit of a snowstorm mm. in uh, the region, and no one was at the store. It was like a, a middle of July mall day. This is in Orono? Ah, this is in Peterborough. Mm. Peterborough, Ontario. Santa, there was not even a lineup to see Santa. So you're wandering around the Peterborough Mall and people are like, Hey, Dan, sick job. <laughs> hey, Dan, keep it up. All the work, great work you've done. Proud of you, hometown boy. <laughs> hey, Dan, you die hard is a Christmas movie. Who wants an orange Julius? Come on over, you piece of. That's you walking around the Peter. That's Burrow exactly. Home. It's like you were there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds uh, crazy, man. Man, I 
you know where I go get most of my presents for the kids? Walmart? That's as, so, as seen on TV store. Is it's that still, still open? Oh, all that shit's in there. Yeah. Really? That store's still open? Oh, yeah. You can get them some Ginsu knives. Oh, uh, yeah. They can play with those on Christmas morning. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> I'll get you. But it's Daddy, great. I stabbed my sister. I'll be bad. Well, the kids just asked. They said, yeah, just, I don't, I don't care. That's what they said. They said, I said, you, you must want something. Yeah, like, you I got, don't care. Oh, that's I'm the like, worst. That's horrible, especially yep. for a guy. So it's all socks and Ginsu knives. We need some direction. We need direction, especially with our wives. Um, okay, this is exciting, Dan, because not only are we going to check in with an old friend who has been maybe the breakout star of the Jay and Dan podcast 3.0 back here at TSM, but he left us with a bit of a cliffhanger last time we talked to him. Uh, so we're going to get him to bring us up to speed on what happened up to this point and then let us know how his life is going now. It's our good friend and former director of social media at Fox Sports Live, Dan's best buddy, Ben Teller. Oh, my. We know a lot. We know a lot of people. <laughs> okay, make it quick. Make it quick. We don't have time for this. We're No. Give Can us I an come update. To Nashville with you? No. Uh, yes. Yes, please. Give okay. an update. Okay. I think it's not po- Nashville. A blow-up mattress in West Hollywood is yours. If you want it. <laughs> I say, I say that Dan does that TD trip to Nashville with you because that's going to make for great social media content. No. Ben, give us an update. Okay. So uh, she never texted me back. Okay. So okay. Thanks for the update. No. No. Two keep going. Later, Two days later, I get a phone call from her, and we're just talking on the phone, and it's like it never happened. Like the Cabo, like she played it off like it never happened. Now, hold on. Let, let, let's have a little bit of a backstory here. This is the girl okay. that you met when you went away to San Diego, a house full of 40 good-looking young Jewish people, and you two connected. You thought something was happening. She, you guys, did you drop the Cabo thing, or did she drop the Cabo thing? She dropped the let's do something for New Year's, let's go away, Right. I drop the Cabo. That's right. And then you text her, you're waiting for the text back, didn't get it, but two days later she gets back to you. Calls me, we're talking, it's like I didn't even ask her about Cabo, she didn't even bring it up, and so I'm trying to play it cool, I'm trying to hang out, and we're talking, we're talking, and it was like, what are you doing this weekend? She's like, I have no plans, I'm like, what are you, and we're, we're like going in circles here. So I'm seeing her. I'm actually on my way to see her right now. Yes. Uh, and I'm nervous. But uh, I've come up with a list of things to do for New Year's. All right, guys. So weigh in here. Okay. Here we go. Road trip. Southern California to Northern California. Hit up the cool spots. Solvang, Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Cal Poly slow. End up in San Francisco. A couple of things I'm worried about. You two perishing in a fire. Are there still fires going on up there at this point? Yeah, maybe we take the five instead of the one one. Okay. Um, my only issue with that is that seems like a lot of time in a car together. For okay. this okay. this point in the in in our juncture in our in our journey. Let me go to number two. Okay, number two. A one day event. We go skydiving in San Diego. No. Next. You're putting your... <laughs> why? Why don't you like that one, Dan? It's dumb. Go to the <laughs> <Okay>. next one. <laughs> and plus, you, it's not cheap to skydive. Just wait. But I like skydiving because you're putting your lives on the line together. That's like an adrenaline rush that could lead to 
Yeah, but crazy they won't even sex. be doing it together. You'll be strapped to another human, and it's not that person. That's actually a good point. Okay, yeah, number good. three: hot balloon in Temecula. <laughs> you ever hear of just going to a <laughs> bar? <laughs> I'm trying to make it exciting here. Number four: snowboard in Big Bear, where there's not a lot of snow, but we just go to the mountains. I like that because you hang out in the chalet. It's cold. You get some booze in you. Um, if there's no snow, even better. Oh, I guess we got to stay in the room. This is my favorite of the suggestions so far. Okay. Dan, what do you think? Sure. <laughs> Dan, I, I want to let you know something, Dan. Last night we had the big Teller Hanukkah bash. Rabbi Teller was there. The whole family Did was there. Did you say hi for us? I actually, I asked my friends who I didn't see in a while, uh, I'm like, hey, guys, how you doing? Like, we're good. And they're like, we know all about your life. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, well, those two Canadians, they, t- they give you the best advice and you don't follow a word they say. You're wow. Wow. So our audience continues to grow down south and you're a big part of that, buddy. I feel like this is, this is fun. This is good. And hopefully mutually beneficial. Okay. So what's the fifth suggestion? Uh, Cabo. Going back to Cabo, eh? Yeah. Just I feel like that's my... I like the Big Bear idea. I think Big Bear, it's not too far from where you live. Um, no, there's, all these scenarios are doomed <laughs> to fail because you're going to okay. be alone with her for too long and she's going to have alarm bells, so you need to be with other people. Maybe we meet Dan in Nashville and we just do a whole weekend with Dan. Me, this no. girl, you, okay. you're... Yeah, we'd have a thing together. Tulsi, you're taking your lady to Nashville, correct? Correct. I like Can I this go? idea. Yeah. Why doesn't yeah, Ben be there and February his lady? <laughs> I'll be there February 12th. I'll be staying at uh, the Delta. You guys could all stay with Clay Travis. There we go. Ooh. That would okay. be cool. Right? Uh, you guys go to Honky Tonks together. You go to the uh, with the Ryland Auditorium. Is that the Grand Ole Opry? Yep. Um, it's the new Grand Ole Opry. You go to a, a Predators game. Um, maybe you have some drinks. Who knows what happens? Okay, good luck on your date. (laughs) Okay, somebody said, would you rather? Oh, yeah, no, no. Okay, so this is good because Toolsy can't shut this down. All right, so let's do a would you rather, and then we're going to... Okay, it's time for... Oh, wait, here it is. Would you rather? Yes. Okay, there's a Freaky Friday situation between your mom and your girlfriend. They switch bodies. (laughs) You have to bang one. Who would you rather bang? Your mom or your girlfriend? <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Have a good date. <laughs> wait, so wait, 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 wait. Good, Ben's gone. Can we? Pro- okay, Ben is not allowed back for six months. Okay, but wait, wait. So your mom's, your girlfriend's face is on your mom's body, and never, your mom's face is on your girlfriend's body. I've seen Freaky Friday a few times, and it, I'm always like, "Who's who now?" I always. <laughs> It's tough, too hard. It's too hard to figure out for my old brain. Uh, we didn't get to wish Ben a happy holidays, happy Hanukkah. Yeah, we'll send him a card. All right. Uh, so, okay, can we put a six, The breakout star. A six-month break. Breakout star. We can't. He's too big of a star no. on this podcast now. No, so we would, but we can't do it. So we're looking at June. June, let's look at the date. But you're going to have to report back from Nashville. June 4th. <laughs> Perfect. I'll put it in my calendar right now. Ben returns. Ben returns to podcasts. Perfect.
There we go. Yeah. We've penciled have, him in. Have a great time in Tennessee with that guy. I can't wait to go to Nashville. Oh, it's going to be a blast. That is going to be a good time for you. You going to party? Go to a Predators game? Go see the Preds? Say hi to P.K. Subban? Hi, P.K. <laughs> like, ah, uh, what? <laughs> what? I'm playing I'm on the ice. Hey, right P.K. 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 I'm Dan. <laughs> P.K. Up here. Dan O'Toole, TSN. Everyone's like, shh. I'm trying to watch the game. Uh, all right. Uh, Merry PK, Christmas. what are you doing after the game? <laughs> PK, what are you doing after the game? Where are you going? PK! Uh, happy holidays to everyone. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy uh, Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, Merry Christmas to Kwanzaa, Michelle Kwan, our little friend. And... Uh, Thank you to all the listeners and all the great people who do appear on the podcast, especially Ben Teller, because you guys really provide us with so much entertainment. We love it. And this is our last podcast for this year. That's correct. That's correct. Um, because I guess we we'll be off. back on the 2nd. So we'll January 2nd. There it so is. So we're off Christmas week. We hope you enjoy mm-hmm. it with friends and family. We're uh, going to... Uh, what are you doing for the Christmas break? I'm staying in Toronto for the first time really ever, and I couldn't be happier about it. I know. I, I always travel around Christmas, and I it just gets tiresome. I'm so glad to just hang in my house, booze it up, stay up till 5, listening to tunes, and then have my wife come down and be like, uh, are you going up to bed? And I'll be like, I'll come when I want. You know what stresses me out? She when, doesn't talk. When I ask people, oh, what are you doing for holidays? They're like, well, we got to go to Nancy's family. They're three hours away. Then we got to go to my family. They're on the other side. Yeah. They're four hours. I'm like, yeah. that sounds like hell. Yeah, that's that's the thing that stresses people out around Christmas time for sure. Um, so I'm hanging out. Uh, how about you, Toolsy? What are you doing? Same thing. Hanging out. Yeah, that's great. Stuff. How about you, buddy? You uh, baking cookies. Out and then, yeah, eating cookies and then heading up to the cottage for a couple of days. Ah, love that. Ooh, yeah. is, there a, is there a rink up there? All right. uh, there's a lake. I don't know if I'll be skating on it. But. Okay, well, bring, Is there a, a, rink bring a shovel. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. Okay. Sorry. It was Dan explaining how it works to skate on a lake. Producer Tim wants to start a segment on this podcast based on you just discovering that covering a candle will keep it from going out if you're caroling. It, it's something like Dan discovers things people have known for decades. Um, I was the only one who suggested it while caroling. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I got these. They're like, well, no, just use plates. I'm like, but the wind will blow it out. They're like, oh. Use plates like as a shield? No, the, sh- the, uh, the plates so the the dripping, like the wax won't drip on your hand. Oh, oh. so they were thinking of something totally different. I was thinking. You did, were like, keep the thing going. Mine did both. Mine caught the wax and prevented the wind from blowing the candle out. Maybe you should market that. That's my Shark Tank idea. Bonesies. That in our tree suits. I like the tree suits the very best. Here's another weird fact before we go. Vince Gill is in the Eagles? Yeah, big time. When did this happen? Um, I don't know. I just saw it for the announcement for the Memorial Cup. 
wherever the heck it's being played. Where's the Memorial Cup being played this year? Anyway, the I think it's in Saskatoon or Regina. I think it's in Regina, actually. They announced that the Eagles... Yeah, we better check that before we get a The Eagles are playing with Vince Gill. And I'm like, that's the first I heard of it. Yeah, and he's like part of the group. And Glenn Fry's kid is in the group? Can you confirm that stuff? Where... First of all, where's the Mem Cup? I'm pretty sure it's the Giant, because I think they loaded up on a great team, right? Regina? Yeah, Regina. Sam Steele and company. Actually, it could work. Vince Gill is a good voice. All right, we'll, we'll ponder that next time. Hey, <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And make sure you go watch our favorite Christmas movie, Goodfellas. They're going home! This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light.